You are tuning in to Romeo Echo After Hours. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Romeo Echo, the Romeo Echo podcast. I think we need to find a different name for the podcast. Romeo Echo Bootcamp Stories. Romeo Echo. Well, well, because we're going to be covering it because, well, next week we're going to be interviewing somebody. Romeo Echo Uncensored? No. Romeo Echo Uncensored. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll we'll figure figure it out. Yeah. We'll do it. Something that cut that. Makes sense. And yeah. We got to build yeah. up like the entire set and everything like that. We yeah. just wanted to make sure to jump in as fast as we can and get some content out there yep. for you guys. Yeah, let's do it. We'll figure it out. Like failures will come. Yeah. If you want to do something, you just got to do it. Yeah. And then figure it out as yeah. you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Then you, yeah. yeah. Speaking of failures. Yeah. You wanted to share something. With yeah. Failures. Yeah. Because we, we, yeah. Uh, we went over mine and, and Roland's a little bit a couple yeah. episodes ago. <clears throat> and I just wanted to touch you. I wanted to touch you. Yeah. Basically. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna get kind of serious here then. Yeah. 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 Some, yeah I heard. Some, some I heard we're gonna stuff. get serious. Yeah. My, Let's do it. We're gonna get serious. You get everyone's gonna get to know me a little bit more. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think I think everyone is just drooling right now, trying to figure out who Alex is. Who am I? Who is yeah. Alex okay. Ramirez? You also said <clears throat> you're gonna touch him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Happens all the time. Is this people, that type of podcast? Yeah, people are pulling over right now and just yeah. like flustered, bro. They're yeah. like, oh my god, he's gonna talk. Pause. Or they're switching. <laughs> they're like, they got the kids in the car, and they're like, whoa. Oh, whoa, we're going to turn whoa, it whoa. up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, the failures. I know we were talking about that, uh, was it a week ago, two weeks ago? Because mm-hmm. I went to, I had to cut out early because I went to the Manal concert. Yeah. That was yeah. that was cool, by the way. Yeah. Wow, amazing. I mean, that was really cool. But yeah, failures. So, yeah, I mean, um, we covered a few things, and yeah, I think... I think we all have a lot of failures, but uh, for me, what stands out the most for me is like, me was my failure of the person who I was before. Okay. So that's why we're going to get a little serious here, right? The person who I was before. So I got into the mortgage business, you know, in 05, you know, during the crazy time, and Mm -hmm. I was a young kid making a bunch of money. And uh, you're putting loans on houses that. Putting um, loans. I I wasn't that bad. Left and right. You're giving loans to babies. Yeah. Piece of shit. Twenty three percent interest Vi- rate because <laughs> Very, he made the difference off of the the rate. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty close, man. I was like I said, the person I was, the person I was then, now, yeah, night and day, night and day. I was really cocky. If you know, I, I still remember at that time because you yeah, know, I was you make you know, twenty four years old, making a lot of money. Yeah. Had a you know, had a million dollar house. Got my dream house. The story to get that house is actually pretty cool. But mm-hmm. um, I got my my beautiful house. It was cool and. I was a guy where I actually said this to somebody where somebody I was driving my car and someone said, hey, you're driving your, your dad's car. And I was like, hey, I pay more in taxes than you make in a year. <laughs> that was my response to him. That was the kind of guy I was. I was not. Yeah. I was yeah. I was I was yeah. a, I was cocky. I was an asshole. I mean, I was nice, but I yeah. was really cocky. I thought I was like, ah, you know, I can I'll take over the world. And nothing can nothing mm-hmm. can bring me down. Just that guy. Um, so, yeah. So. I always had a lot of parties at my house, and one day I had, um, it was actually, it was on April 1st, mm-hmm. April 1st, so that night I had a party in my house, and had a ton of people there, had a DJ, the whole thing, the whole wow. night, everything, we, we went big, it was just a party that we were just, you know, I think it was a housewarming party, I think. Okay. And there was some, there was a good amount of people there, maybe like 30, 40 people. Mm-hmm. And I remember my cousins and a few other people said, hey, there's some guys in the house that we don't know who they are. So I'd already been drinking, you know, 
drinking and a little confident. And already then I was pretty cocky and it was my house. I go up to these guys. There's two of them. My, co- my cousins point to him. Hey, it's those guys over there. I go up to him like, hey, what's up? What's your name? They say their names. And his name was John. I remember his name was John. So I can say that because that's a pretty, yeah. you know, that's yeah, a, yeah, lot, yeah. There's a lot of John. You could be making it up, yeah. but I'm pretty sure you're not. Yeah, so his name yeah. is John. We're, we'll put a picture up. And, and then I said, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like um, you know who John lives Doe. here? And I was like, yeah. you know who lives here? And he was, the guy was a lot bigger than me. He's like, you know who lives here? He's like, no. I was like, I do. And he's like, goes like that. He goes, what the fuck are you going to do? Goes like that. And I was like, whoa. Huh. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my house, bitch. Get the fuck out. Uh-huh. And then he's like, and right when I said that, my cousin's buddy, which we're friends, he jumps over the couch and he basically pushes everybody outside. We're, we were in the living room where the French doors were. Mm-hmm. Our, the doors already opened up and to, straight to the backyard. So he pushes everybody outside. It's probably like four or five of us to get pushed outside. And then once that happens, it catches everybody's attention, right? Mm-hmm. It's my house and most of my friends, these two guys, nobody knew who they were. And, um, and we're walking, we're walking out, and the guy's like, call me bitch again, see what happens. And I go to his face, I'm like, bitch, right away. Hell yeah. I did that, and as soon as that happened, brawl, broke out. Mm-hmm. Bottles started breaking over people's heads, fists started flying everywhere. I just remember I was just, I was just punching this guy, and then he, I don't know if he was punching me, everything was just going crazy. I remember my head going numb, and it felt like I got punched really hard, like on my side and my back. Mm-hmm. I was like, it happened so quick. I, by this time, we were kind of walking out to the side of the house. We walk out through the side of the house. We literally ran through uh, the side gate. The side gate just got broken off because mm-hmm. it was just a big brawl. And um, these guys go running. A couple of my friends go chasing them, hit them with some, some lumber, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, we, it, it's happened so fast. I feel like I got hit a couple times, nothing bad. Uh, my brother comes up to me right afterwards. We're going back in the house. My brother's like, hey, you're bleeding on your neck. I go like this. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Just a little scratch. And he's like, no, no, it's a lot. I'm like, no, I'm good. I go upstairs. My brother goes upstairs with me with one of my, my at the time, my roommate. Um, we go upstairs, and I'm taking off my shirt, taking off my shirt. And at that time, I wore a tank top, a wife beater or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking off, and I see some blood on my side. I'm like, dang, what is that? And it hurt. And I lift up my shirt, and it was just like a it was wide open, like, you know, when you cut a piece of steak mm-hmm. and it just opens up. It was just like that. Open, I see, I see like, basically, you know. Your meat. My yeah, meat. Your meat. Yeah. And as soon as I'd been drinking, uh, too, and as soon as I saw it right away, I was like, holy shit. And just blood started coming out. Uh, and I was, and then I felt it in, in my back. And I was like, oh, my brother's like, dude, you got, you got a, in your back, too. You got a hole in your back, too. I was like, what the heck? Well, when ha- I got stabbed twice on my side, once in my back, mm-hmm. and they nicked my head. So your head's pretty, pretty strong. So mm-hmm. they nicked my head. So they rushed me to the hospital. I live two blocks away from the hospital. I get there and I just remember they just got me on like morphine and all this kind of stuff. So I was feeling good. And uh, yeah, so they, they stapled me up. And I remember walking out of the hospital. And well, when I was in the hospital, the police, were, they, did an inter- they, you know, they, they were questioning me, asking all yeah. this stuff, whatever. Um, the cops already knew who I was because they'd been in my house a bunch of times because we'd have parties every weekend. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, we, um, my dad, a couple hours later, my dad's there, um, picks me up to leave the hospital. And in, in the waiting room, there was probably like 15, 20 people in the waiting room. That's, I, I still remember the faces and those people, those are like people I still stay in contact with, which mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. 
but all those people there and like they just want to know how I was and I remember going in the car with my dad and he was just like quiet not disappointed real quiet and I, I was just apologizing to my dad I was like yeah. I'm sorry he's like why you don't have to apologize I'm like, you shouldn't be picking up your son from the hospital because I got stabbed because it's something I messed up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just started crying, you know. I got emotional, you know. got emo- Coming off all the morphine, the mm-hmm. alcohol, everything, got emotional. And I was like, no, I sh- you shouldn't be picking me up from the hospital. This is, I sh- I'm, I'm changing everything. I'm changing my whole life. I'm not going to hang out with those, those people anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just change everything. And, and that day, I, that was like, that was my number. That was from... That was the day I changed. It was it was April first, two thousand six. From like probably like oh five to oh six, I was just a different person, mm-hmm. and that's when I started changing. I realized it was the people I was hanging out with, yeah. and I got rid of them. And you know how the real estate market was going that yeah. at that time it was really busy. Then it slowed down like a year later, and um, I remember all those people that were at my house, not all but a good portion of them. Like when, like the money started stopped flowing in. And I was, I stopped covering certain things, you know, the bar, paying the tab, they stopped coming around. Mm -hmm. But I'm, but you know what? It's, yeah, it was a lot of money, but it was, it it worked out perfect because there was the best way to get rid of them. And I, and also, you know, with stuff that happened to me, I changed everything. And it like that, that was a number one failure, all that of my entire life. But I feel because it led to a couple other things, but. And it sucked, man. It was it was a time where like I was done. I was like, man, I don't even want to. And you were because you were the cause of it. Yeah, like, I was, that's what it was really me. It was opening. It was me. You, you look in the mirror. You're like, like you're get. You know, you look at you feeling like you're invincible. No one can touch you. Like mm-hmm. all that, all that bravado. And then, like you said, like the people that you hang out with, like. And what a lesson that is, like in reverse, yeah. your ego. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, it, and that's that's something that's prevalent in business and mm-hmm. and like our business especially there's a lot of ego in our business a lot a lot and you'll find that like it won't be on the show it won't be here on the camera no. it'll be behind the camera or when you when it's like when you're like just you in the office there's a ton of ego and there's yep. a ton of just like backhanded stuff that a lot of people don't realize some people that i'm thinking about right now they yeah. don't they I, don't yeah. really realize and You'll be it's, humbled real quick. You get yeah. humbled Just, really. You gotta really get rid quick. of your ego. That's the number one yeah. thing, man. That yeah. number one thing. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it comes from like how you live your life in all aspects. If you're doing your workouts, mm-hmm. your 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 how you talk to your kids, how you you, you do everything, mm-hmm. because how you do every. One thing is how you do everything, everything, right? Yeah. And dude, like I'm just thinking about your dad right now, because I'm yeah. like, I have a two year old, and I'm thinking like, how would I react if like my daughter was in that situation, even my daughter, yeah. just my daughter. Yeah. Like, man, like how, like the panic I would have, like the thought I would have, like, fuck, I just almost lost my daughter. You know what I mean? Like if she was in that situation, yeah. your dad feeling like, oh, I almost lost my son last night. You know, I told my, yeah. cause my dad was like saying, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, no dad, what if it was a gun? I told him like, that's why, what if it was a gun? Mm-hmm. That, that'd be it. So that's what really got me. And also, was at he that asking t- who it was? Like he didn't care. He just wanted to make sure I was okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a lot of everybody kind of knew who it was, mm-hmm. and like at that time, my grandmother had uh, she'd had multiple strokes like the mm-hmm. week prior. So my mom had a lot of aunts. They all went to Mexico because my grandmother was in the hospital. So 
my mom was in Mexico. My dad's like, I can't tell your mom while she's over there because she's going through a lot right now. So that's another thing. I was like, my mom was going through all that and she's got to worry about this. So when she got back like a week later, she comes to the house and I thought my dad had said something. And then I still had like, you know, still patched up and I was wearing my, my tank top. That's freaking like wife beater. Yeah. <laughs> They're so terrible, man. Yeah. So ugly. So when she walks in, I was like, oh yeah, mom, I'm doing, I'm doing better. She's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah. well, I was like, <clears throat> and my dad's yeah. like, I didn't tell her. Oh, damn. And I'm yeah. like, so, but I was Sorry, like, dad. you know what? <laughs> it's not his job to tell her. It was, it was yeah. me. So, it, yeah. it, so I told her and she was just like, you know, she was freaked out. She's yeah. like, okay, you know, where the, you know, my mom was like, where are the guys at? Who did it? Then she slapped the shit out of you. Oh man. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure she wanted to, but she'd been going through so much because, yeah. you know, her mom, my grandmother, you know, she had multiple yeah. strokes and, um, you get fatigued with that stuff. Like you yeah. get like a stress fatigue when it oh. comes down to it. Like you, yeah, you it wears just, you out. it wears you out physically, mentally. And it oh, just, yeah. it'll, it'll affect how you do things, everything, you know, like yeah. it, it, it'll start to slow you down. And like, sometimes it might even just, you might just shut down. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you did or not. Yeah, it was, man, it, it was, it's almost like a blur it's now, crazy. but it was such a rough time because that led to a lot of other things. Yeah. Mm. But I wouldn't change it for the world because it brought me yeah. to work all the way to here, like mm. to yeah. eventually to my wife, to my kids and mm. friends. And mm. now the group of people I'm around on a regular basis, you guys is like, I mean, Alex, Alex fucked around and found out. He found I out. Fucked around <laughs> and found out. I did. I did. Yeah. What is, uh, so what do you think your biggest, like, so your biggest takeaway? Cause you said you changed like immediately. Yeah. The very, that night I was like, I'm changing was? everything. What, what is the, the main thing that, how, how did that impact you? How did that affect you the most? Like what, what is the thing that you took away from that? You know what? I realized that it's so easily it's so easy to get influenced by mm-hmm. others. It really is. Yeah. It's like as much as you say, "Oh, I do I do my thing. I do me. I'm going to do." Yeah. But it's so easy to get influenced by others, so it's like and you don't even realize. You it. don't realize it. That's why you have to be really careful who you choose yeah. you're with on a regular basis because mm-hmm. if they're doing and the people I wasn't with, it, it wasn't like they weren't like criminals mm-hmm. or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know? But it can be subtle. They just mm-hmm. The yeah. thing was, it's like, I know, like, I know, like, you have my back, you have my mm-hmm. back, and we're going to look out for each other. And also, mm-hmm. Dean and I, Dean and I, when we go somewhere, like, we look out for each other. I don't have to say it, but we look out for each other. Yeah. And these people, they weren't, like, they, when I, looking back, they were looking out for themselves, and but they weren't, they just, that's all they cared about. Mm-hmm. And they were just tr- looking about, they are just trying to think about how to, milk something as much as they can mm-hmm. take 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 yeah, yeah. T- just take takers you gotta, that's, yeah that's the thing for everyone listening uh one of the biggest i think lessons to take away are things that you need to be cognizant of mm-hmm. and it's your friend the people that you hang out with the people that you spend the most time with and there's another there's endless sayings out there all these cliche sayings like hey you're the average of the five people you hang the most with there's i remember in spanish like, dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres. Like, yeah, bro, there we go. Yeah. And, it, and that's, like, that's so true. true. And it's absolutely. So true. Shit that you don't realize because it's not in your face. Like, mm-hmm. it can it's, be like just subtle, gradual it, things. Really small things yeah. that like people do. Again, it goes back mm-hmm. to like the way you do one thing is the way you do yeah. everything. And, and even if you see, like, have a small interaction with somebody daily, it, it can be yeah. a very, very small thing. Mm-hmm. 
but it can influence you in such a in, in a way that you do something like it it can be yeah. very small like yeah. very very small it and, might start with like you know having a beer at mm-hmm. lunch with them and then then you you stay out too late mm-hmm. and then uh you stay out out after lunch mm-hmm. too late and you get fucked up then yeah. before you know it it's a habit you're like Sniffing lines of coke on the fucking Xerox machine. Happens yeah. to me like, all the time, bro. Fuck. <laughs> you, you know what's also interesting about that timing too, and all that stuff went down. Two of my really good buddies had one, Josh, and a story with him. But he uh, he just gone back from embassy duty. He was gone for a couple of years in Africa. Mm. He came back around that time. And my other buddy Carlos, mm-hmm. he just gotten out of the Marine Corps around right the same time, and they just came back, and it was like. Perfect timing when all that stuff happened. I'm like, oh, I get to be with these guys. So it was just like, boom, switch. These are my buddies I, I was already hanging out with mm-hmm. before all these other people. And they're good influence. So now if we fast forward yeah. to today, uh, if, if you were to like, so we talked about how much of a douchebag you were. How I much was. Of a, like, hey. I felt that I was. I pay more in taxes than you make in a fucking year. I said that. That's a douchebag. That's a, that's a terrible mean, thing to say to somebody. If they ra- yeah. Some people, they rate it because they can yeah. be a douchebag and that's a great comeback. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you, you, you have that ego going. And, uh, <laughs> but if you fast forward today, I mean, it's why we're all here together yeah. because we are, dude, we keep a, a tight circle mm-hmm. and Alex is the type of individual now that will give the shirt off of his back mm-hmm. to help you. He's constantly helping everyone else succeed. He's a wealth of knowledge that doesn't believe in keeping it to himself. Absolutely. You know, he believes in spreading it because yeah. definitely like yeah. a giving person. I could tell that like right off the bat that you be like, you were a giving person, right? Like right when we met, we, cause we've only known each other for what a year or two years, maybe year and a, year and maybe, a half. Maybe coming up to two years. Though. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. It hasn't been long. Yeah. And I feel like we know each other very, very well now. Pretty, like, we're playing it, footsie right now. Yeah. In yeah. Fact. Like, yeah, he, he two are soulmates, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Twin now flames, now I convince you to flames. move to a whole different state, yeah. to a whole different city with me. Damn. <laughs> That's great, dude. That so great. like, yeah. it, it, it's like once you get around these, like the, the people that you want to like, it, it, it goes back to everything that we've been saying. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to gravitate towards those people, mm-hmm. and that's why we've gone into like all these masterminds and all of these coaching programs because we're getting around those people right. that you want to be around. And I don't want to hold yeah. any of that. I mean, yeah. these masterminds and stuff that I learn, my coaching mm-hmm. calls. I mean, what do I do? I'm like, all right, Danny, mm-hmm. this is yeah. what I got. Yeah. I, I, I want, I wanted, I want to spread the information out. I want to give, you know, got to want to be a giver, you know, you got to give. So the more you give, I mean, it's going to, it's going to come around, but I'm not expecting it. Mm -hmm. But before in the past, I thought even, even not that long ago, it was like, I didn't, I wanted to just hold on the information and retain it, like Mm -hmm. retain it, but then I don't want to give it to anybody. But yeah, but it's it's, all for me. Yeah. yeah, Like it's my job to, you know, I I get the information, but it's my job to give it back. Which is how most in our, our, that's just how our industry is. Yeah. And many other industries, people like they look at everyone else as a threat, their competition. So they, they keep their secret, Mm -hmm. they keep their success. Like they don't want to share it because it's a scarcity mindset. It's like you have, as long as you have a, an abundance mindset Mm -hmm. mindset, then that's when you could be successful. I mean, a, a lot of people, I mean, in any industry, but our industry, because that's what we know, the scarcity mindset, I think a lot of people are, are like that. Yeah, they don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. It's they're thinking about just about the next transaction. 
Yeah, you can't be that way. So you guys have just witnessed some crazy growth from a uh, life-changing experience. Yeah, yeah. How that shifted. And I'm sure you guys have gotten quite a bit of takeaways. Hopefully you guys did. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did just, you know, lit, I've never heard yeah. that story before. I've never so. heard that story, dude. No. It, like, it, it yeah. shines a light on a lot of things that, yeah. like, dude, I like, things click. Like, yeah. oh, that's the way he is? Oh, I get, yeah. totally get it. Yeah. I was just throwing around a knife earlier. And you're like, kind of like yeah. jerking back a little bit. It's, I was like, it's a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah. What a wuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, hey, thank yeah. you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed All Alex's right. story. I'll see you next time. All right. Peace. See ya. Wow.